There's no hoppers like show hoppers like no hoppers we know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we're covering Old Name Murders in the Building, Season 3, Episode 2, The Beat Goes On. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Only Murders in the Building, Season 3, for the first time because it just dropped on Hulu, and it's exciting. And I'm doing so with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Howdly doodly, Mr. Sal. Howdly doodly. <laughs> Flanders. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't watch The Simpsons, but I don't know. There's no bearing on this episode whatsoever. All right. Enough. Enough. Stop <laughs> accusing me of being subtle. I've never been accused of being subtle. There you go. <laughs> God, you weren't accusing me of being subtle either. Oh, you said a shoe hammer that in, didn't you? <laughs> you got a shoe, got a, always got a shoe hammer stuff. Absolutely. All right, Kurt. Let's guess each other's ratings. Rating. Well, Kurt, I think that you definitely, I am pretty certain you like this episode more than the first episode. It's not, I don't think you find it as funny, but I think you love how they raise the stakes for all three of our podcasters between Oliver's heart attack and Charles and Mabel being kidnapped. I thought you liked that. Um, and I think you, you liked how they humanized Ben a bit in this episode. Uh, so even though it wasn't as funny as the first episode, I think you liked it more. You gave that one a low nine. I think you give this one a solid nine. So I, I really don't know that you liked this episode more. Because it's not as... You definitely get more out of the characters out of this one. There, there's a lot more scenes and there's a lot more plot going on. It's not as funny. You're right. Uh, I mean, they, they have some funny stuff. You introduce Greg slash... Um, what's his other... Hamlet? Well, he was quoting Hamlet. That's why she okay. said Hamlet. See Hamlet, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I not get that. He said there's Robert something Dillinger. rotten in the state of Denmark, which is a quote from Hamlet. You know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Mr. Sam. Um, <laughs> so I was like, what? Did he like live on his name or something? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, his name is clearly Greg. They show us his idea at the end. I mean, yeah, all right. And he goes did by you, Greg for the rest of it. Did you read Hamlet in high school? Or no, I didn't. Uh, Macbeth. Oh, wow. You've never, you're not familiar with the story of Hamlet then? I have no idea what, what oh, even happens in you Hamlet. You should check that out. I mean, don't, I, just watch a movie. It's, I have it's no good. idea. I, I have no idea of what happens in Hamlet. Like, I couldn't even tell. No bearing. Romeo and Juliet. Every day, I, you know, I, I get the gist. Macbeth, yeah. I did read. So I, kind of, yeah. so I do know that. I like Macbeth, too. Macbeth, I might like even more than Hamlet, but Macbeth and Hamlet are my two favorites, as, as Shakespeare goes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that went right over my head. Sorry, I'm trying to get your rating. Sorry, I got yeah, yeah. So your rating. Um, <laughs> I think you like the episode a lot. I, I think you like it more than last episode. I'm just debating if you gave it a 10 or not. Nah, you gave it a nine. You like it though. You like it more than the last episode. No, you know what? You got to be bold sometimes, Mister Sal. You gave it a ten. Wow, I like it. It's not right, oh, but I like it. Yeah, I'll see. <laughs> well, I, I, it then? I I do give it a solid nine. I do like it a little bit more than the first episode. Maybe because I feel more familiar with the characters now. Uh, maybe because there weren't so many characters in this one. They really took the time to focus. They on did. Ben, no Loretta, no yeah. like. 
some of the other characters. I mean, Kim, like, no, Kim, Kimber guy. and Bobo and Ty were there, but only they, we only saw them. So I, 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 I like this episode a lot. I really do. I, I think it needs to be a little funnier for me to give it a ten, but it was great. This is, I, I do. I think I prefer this one to the to the premiere. You got me wrong though, Mister Sal. Oh no. Oh no, indeed, because you guessed wrong and you rated it wrong. I give this episode a ten. I like I like that a lot. I like this episode so much. This is like to me. I thought it was pretty good humor. I I agree. I think the first episode's pretty humorous, but I thought this mm-hmm. was humorous enough for me. Yeah. Um. Like the whole Greg stuff. That's that that was funny. Like that that's enough hilarity to keep the rest of it going. Like that's really that, that's, <laughs> yes. I'm like that. That is fine. There's some other small jokes throughout it, but like just the hilarity of just like his stuff going on is enough to to buoy anything else. Look, there's also some other hilarity stuff too, like like Oliver caring that he's in Overflow three, and so I we don't get yeah. all the funny stuff now. But like, there, there's enough humor. I agree. The first episode is way more humorous. Yeah, but there's enough humor that buoys that part of it, and mm-hmm. I I I love what this from the network. You're right. There's less characters involved. Um, yeah, they show some of the struggles, like like uh, Mabel. With uh, we see a bit more of her childhood trauma. Why she likes uh, Ben as an actor, but kind of what kind of helped her fall in love with his work. Um, even the fact when she talked to him, you know, dead and they, the joke about Tim Kono actually as well with that. So whatever. that's they, they did good meta humor in this too. Even when they were mm-hmm. tied up, there's some meta humor there. Uh, yeah. So that, that was a big one. Um, obviously Oliver. It's a lot of this is a big character stuff for Oliver in this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that goes without saying. We will get yeah. into that as they talk about it. So yeah. I, 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 those those are the big things I liked about it. So I and I just loved what did the plot right. I, I by the end of the episode, I'm like, okay, I, I like. So they've 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 officially looks like the podcast is back. That's great. They're 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 on the they're on the scene, and it looks mm-hmm. like Oliver has had a heart attack. <laughs> He's yep. like, it's, I I it really excites me for the rest of the uh, season. So I, I, yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. I I don't disagree on almost any of that. The on, the only thing that i the only ding i have on this episode is that i didn't i didn't find the greg stuff as funny as you must have found it oh i thought um, the greg stuff was pretty funny i was like i thought it was pretty funny <laughs> but but on top of that it also it felt weird to me for them to be abducted in episode two and really be seemingly unaffected by it and then, no, and oh they, yeah they do, they do address that you know charles says i've already exactly exactly that's that that's part of the meta joke that's part of the meta joke to me it's <laughs> yeah. another like um, they they recognize that what's happened is ridiculous kind of yeah. and it should just be able to move past it but he yeah. he, he says that common muck fine right they the writers have just explained to me why they're all right yeah. so now i know why <laughs> i mean i guess the thing is like i i never felt like i never felt like there was any real danger which no is, me like, either i mean it's episode but, two, yeah but um I, they've been abducted before. They were abducted by Theo. Yeah, in, that in was episode in episode one, and and with that one, I felt like, yeah, this is like that. Th- there was impact there. It impacted them. It impacted me. This one was just kind of kind of goofy. I don't know. I, I, it was I don't goofy. Know. That's why. That's why I consider it humorous. And this is okay. kind of like the the levity of the episode. <laughs> All right, the, right, the yeah, abduction, yeah. the <laughs> yeah, levity of it. But, but I do, I do, I loved what they did with humanizing Ben in this episode. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was great, and I love that the stakes are so much higher now for especially Oliver, but I guess also Charles and Mabel. 
because they were abducted, but definitely for Oliver because he's had a heart attack. So uh, really great stuff. Like every, every individual flashback of the character of the po- three podcasters with Ben. And I guess Mabel doesn't necessarily constitute a flashback, but she, she has the conversation with dead Ben. Right. Yeah. And the other two have conversations in flashback with live Ben. Like every one of those I thought was just so good. It really like perfection. So good. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's where I land on it. So let's talk about our favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. All right, Kurt, I I think I've got you here. I think I've got you. Really? Although you have me made? I, I think so, but I don't know. Now I'm second guessing myself because of this Hamlet thing. <laughs> but, Last time you second guessed yourself, correctly. you messed up. I know I did, I did. But I think so I got stick you. This with your time. Here. I think okay, I I think that you went with uh Mabel talking to dead Ben. Specifically dead girl cop Ben. Yeah, like near the beginning. Uh I think you said that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh I, did- I wasn't gonna say that out all darn. Okay. <laughs> I did not say that. I was gonna guess for you what I got what I put for myself, so I'll just tell you. Uh oh. I, I I picked the when they arrive to the funeral the tree. I, I don't know what you constitute as a single scene, but when they arrive, yeah. Oliver's bothered. That he's not in Overflow Three. No, that he and, he is in Overflow. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that he is in Overflow Three. <laughs> so he's like talking to Charles, we trying to get a way out. And meanwhile, Mabel talks with Greg, and we kind of get his viewpoint on uh, matters. <laughs> and that I I consider that my favorite scene. Really interesting. Yes. Uh, I tell you what, I really loved about that scene. I loved how Oliver <laughs> created the distraction to get out. Oh yeah, calls yeah because he didn't silence his phone. Yeah, it's just another age joke, but also his ringtone was "Angel and Flip Flops." I loved it. (laughs) But now, so what what was uh, what was your favorite scene? Well, hold on. Well, just anything else you want to say about the funeral scene? Uh, I think like he want yeah. No, I think that summarizes what happens. Oh, the reason I liked it is I, I. I thought it was really funny. I I really thought it was a very funny scene. That's basically why I picked it. I do want to point out that uh, there was somebody giving a speech about Ben who says in this scene that Ben was fired from his first job as an eight-year-old. Oh, yeah, and we'll later see why. And they they do show Charles face while that's going on which is pretty oh. pretty good that's really good actually so um <laughs> speaking of which that is my favorite scene is charles reasonable. and ben's flashback reasonable, reasonable. yeah Char- charles and ben's flashback i loved all of the conversations that they had with ben you know oliver's past, yeah. and mabel's also but charles just hit me in such a way that i it really impacted me because in episode one, I'm like, this guy, this cannot be really him, right? This is all an act, right? And then when you see the scarring from losing his first job when he was trying to support his sibling and his mother, it's like, oh, uh, suddenly I, I kind of have some affection for Ben now. My eyes are I, sweating. I'm not. Yeah, I'm my eyes are sweating. You know, some affection that I didn't have before. It's really, it's really effective, but you know, it's, I love the way he phrases it. He says, you know, every every 
part that I get, every audition that I go to, every table read, I'm I am that eight-year-old kid in every one. And I have to act like a jackass every time I enter a room just to compensate for that. And that, like, I, I mean, that, that was a gut punch. Yeah, it really is. So, I, I, it's, he it's created such, the beast. Yeah, and, and I do love that they can, they're always able to somehow put a bow on a scene like that that's humorous. Well, good humor, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he leaves the dressing room and he's like, what am I doing? This is my dressing room. You yeah, you go. Yeah. So I, I do love that. But it I, that one just hit me in a way that was it just felt perfect. It was a really good scene. So yeah. Anyway, okay. So those are our favorite scenes. Great. Excellent. Oh, Kurt, it's time to play the game. It's yeah. time to play. Who said it? But you have to sound like Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more Triple H and WWE, but <laughs> time to play the game. Anyway, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Who said it? All right, Kurt, I got two quotes for you for this one. Okay. Quote number one Give me five minutes in a room and I can convince anyone of anything. Oliver, you uh, got Charles to get Paramount Plus. (laughs) (laughs) It was also really funny. It's very funny. I convinced you to get Paramount Plus, didn't I? Yeah, but I wanted that. Did you? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So it's, it's him wanting to convince the producers to keep the show running. Is that exactly? What yeah. Yes. He. Yeah. So in this scene, Charles has opened up Ben's opening night gift. It's it's you know the the rattle hanky, and it says "Happy opening night, f you." Ben, right? But Oliver comes in and they're they're headed over to the funeral and Oliver is his plan is because he can't get them on the phone, his plan is to corner Donna and Cliff and convince them that they need to keep going with the show to not cancel it. So there you go. And also Mabel wants to go with them to Sleuth. All right, good job. You're one for one. Thank you. Thank you. Second one's harder. How do you feel with the comedy in this episode? It's less than episode one. I agree with that. But do you feel it's pretty good? Or do you think uh, yeah, it's lacking for you? No, no, no. It's it's good. I, I don't I didn't find Greg as funny as you found him. Everything else I thought, you know, they they always like I said, they always find a way to make the dramatic scene. Even have yeah, even some the levity. serious moments. Yes, yeah. yes. Always, know, like, even like when when Oliver's coaching Ben and Ben's talking about how he hates his voice, and which is a great scene, very it's a very dramatic scene. But he he does say something along the lines of uh, you know I'm going to come across as ridiculous or something like that. He's like we're talking about a play where our prime suspect is a baby, right? <laughs> you know, so like and and the girl cop stuff was always you know tight in, in the scene with Mabel, even though it's yeah. also pretty serious. But I, I love it. I think I think it's I think it's funny. I think it's there's definitely some good stuff here. But are you ready for your second quote, Kurt? I'm ready. All right. This is a harder one. You're splitting psychopathic hairs. Charles to Mabel when Mabel <laughs> is, is, thinks the police have it wrong. Yes. Uh, so. 
Greg. Yeah. Well, see, it's easier because I saw this one more recently. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> episode Very one, good. I've got I've got two episodes worth of not even though I'm only trying to think back to episode one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so Mabel doesn't think that Greg did it because he loved Ben and he thought that they did it. So she he she thinks that the police have the wrong the wrong guy. And they also kind of have this uh, kind of I don't know, brainstorming session about how Ben might have ended up with this handkerchief. Because if Greg had Ben's handkerchief, how did Ben have a handkerchief on him when he died? And they're wondering if he like grabbed it out of a pocket or out of a uh, uh, from a neck or a hand or whatever as he was falling. Yeah, just something to hold on to, so or something something to try to you know support himself while he's falling. But <laughs> right, didn't work. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, you were two for two. Good job, Kurt. Thank you. I feel great now. Good. Good. Well, then let's start the recap. All right. Oh, no, wait a minute. Before we start well, the recap. Oh, funny, funny, funny scenes. stuff. Funny stuff. Yeah. I was some funny stuff then. All right. Well, I, I already quoted one. Do you see this paisley neck cloth? I've never been accused of being subtle. And we, we talked about Paramount Plus. That was another one that I loved. I don't love the Paramount Plus one. But I, 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 by the way, are they jokes. ripping? Are they ripping on every other streaming service in this? I season? swear. So I swear they did because they, the the player that Mabel was watching was that girl cop. Yes. Was that not the Netflix player? It looked like I don't know. Definitely was not the Hulu. It was definitely not the Hulu player. Look at that. I I, I saw that and I went. That looks like Netflix player. I didn't see any logo or anything, but it looked like the Netflix player. But I, I think they are going to once an episode like rip on on not rip off, but rip on another streaming service. In the first what episode, did they do in episode one. In the first episode, Oliver kept yelling at Charles, no peacocking. Oh yeah. So peacock. Yeah, okay. Well, and, yeah. and now he's now he says, Yeah, I convinced you to get Paramount Plus. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. That'd be pretty funny if they did. More funny, they start throwing haymakers at themselves like <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Hulu, yep. But uh, hey, what else did you find funny? Oh, yeah. So I said the meta jokes. So like when they're tied up, especially, mm-hmm. and they were you know talking about like, eh, well, we got the murder pretty quickly. <laughs> we didn't have to, <laughs> you know, guess wrong and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's true. No false accusations. No uh, interviewing birds. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. did like that. that was, um. When Mabel mentions yeah, the Tim Kono thing, like, oh, that's per- that person I talked to is Tim Kono. <laughs> there you go. I thought that was, so, you know, so I enjoyed those meta ish jokes. Yeah. That was throughout. good. That was good. Uh, I always love a good meta joke. I know. Good. I know. Uh, the, I, it was it was fine. The little dance number at the end was fine. But what I really loved was when, Charles, when uh, Oliver says to Charles, you should consider sequins and a lot of them. <laughs> that's. That's good stuff. Anyway. All right. Ready for the recap now? I'm ready. Well, it opens with Ben falling down an elevator shaft, thinking about his heartbeat as he falls. Of course, we come to find out that it's not a Ben Glenroy original, but actually lines of dialogue or monologue from his from the play from death rattle speaking of death rattle ben is having trouble wrapping his head around the subtle nuance of the play he doesn't live in the gray cobra doesn't live in the gray 
The producers seem to be pulling the plug on the show, but Oliver is not going down without a fight. And then we get the Mabel Ben scene as Mabel's yeah. watching. Go ahead. Before before you go on to that, when, when he tries to call him, he tries to call Cliff, the, the son yeah. producer, and he says, I'm yeah. a pro producer. <laughs> I'm a professional <laughs> producer now. <laughs> I don't know. That guy. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mabel watches Ben uh, Glenroy and Girl Cop and remembers uh, snapping some photos of his dead body. And she has a pretty tight conversation with this dead 31-year-old girl cop, Ben, about the upside of being a late bloomer. Mabel's, just... yeah, so Mabel's feeling lost, like she doesn't have a thing of her own. You know, this apartment is about to be sold out from under her. and She doesn't really have a job. She doesn't have the podcast anymore. She misses her olds. Uh, and Ben talks about how when he was 31 and got this, you know, girl cop gig he was kind of jealous of his friends who were making like serious art off broadway uh and his other friends who had settled down and had families and he felt like he was behind on all of them um and he so he tells mabel that late bloomers are are the really interesting ones yeah, the people who figure their stuff out are boring yeah exactly thanks all right Charles opens Ben's. Oh, we already talked about the uh, on the way to the funeral. So, and we talked about at the funeral. So, we'll skip ahead to Greg's apartment. Greg is clearly obsessed with Ben. He's got lots of his movie posters and props and his old navy pants. That was funny. That was my favorite Greg line. Actually, those those are Ben's pants. For, oh, from from what old navy? <laughs> that was so. I, Listen, I loved it so much of the great because it, 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 the act of the penny dropping for me because like it starts with like the remember I'm like oh it's like security guard he keeps like souvenirs yeah, yeah. nice right and it's like oh the pants I'm like oh so that's kind of weird but whatever he's still like I'm still thinking he's a security guard I'm like whatever I mean he's a little weird but then he comes with the dog the dog man. I'm like hmm oh, that's getting odd like I I'm yeah. basically where where Mabel is is how I am because then Charles like this guy's creepy right we, we should leave and i'm like no see, that's that's what, like what they're trying to make it look like but no nah, he's probably actually the security guard but then when she looks at the photos and like she's like oh when she says they're photoshopped i mean they're not it's like his face is just cut out and put yeah, on the photos exactly they were not photoshopped they were literally printed out photos of him cut out and put on photos of ben and then that's what like the then like that's when, yeah so i don't know i i thought it was really funny just because i basically went through the same arc of mabel did of Nah, <laughs> surely not. Right? I'll tell you what was funny was when Charles said, "I have plantar fasciitis. If I step on a grain of sand, it feels like a giant shard of glass." Because I don't have plantar fasciitis, but I do have some foot issues that do make it feel that way. Oh, jeez! Yeah, I want to take off fun. my shoes. <laughs> anyway, uh, but Greg knocks them both out with a rag, probably some kind of chloroform or whatever. Anyway, presumably. Meanwhile, Oliver runs into Maxine, who's a theater critic. He asks her to give the producers her glowing review of Death Rattle. He knows that she loved it because she closed her notebook halfway through. But no, he's got a—he's made a mistake there because she closed her notebook because her pen ran out of ink. She actually hated it, and she was going to write the most vitriolic article she's ever written. Peaked Maxine. Yeah, she seemed sad that she's not releasing it. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, she says Ben is giving a better performance now than he did in the preview. Oof. I will say she is she is more sympathetic than I'm making her out to be. Like she she, she, is, she was gonna make some little sympathy and you know yeah brutal yeah, honesty. Yeah, she says, you know, I, I never hold back and you shouldn't either. I, I never, I didn't always like your plays, but they always sang. This one did not sing. It was just not typical Oliver Putnam. Putnam. So that is uh, that scene. Now, we, we as uh, that scene wraps up, Oliver starts remembering coaching Ben through his heartbeat monologue. So we get to hear that that monologue he said in the beginning is actually from Death Rattle. Uh, and helping him be himself instead of Cobro. But in present time, Oliver collapses with what turns out to be a minor heart attack. So, this so is a great the thing. Is uh, the act of calling a heart attack minor to me sounds like oxymoronic. Now, obviously, it's because it is like actually a, not as bad as, I guess, a normal heart attack. But if I had a minor heart attack, I'd be like, well, come on. Like let's not call it minor here. This is important, people. Let's not let's not take away from <laughs> what's happened here. Well, you're not Oliver Putnam. You know, you're, you're, he he wants to plow through. He doesn't want to yeah. stop. He wants to direct this show. Anyway, handcuffed in a in a basement, Mabel and Charles think they've solved the murder. Mabel cares about it though, not just because she has a crush on on Ben. But because Girl Cop was, this is really cool. I, this is, I, yeah, we this is some of her trauma growing up. Yeah. Really, really amazing, actually. This Girl Cop was the thing that brought her and her mother back together after her father died. He meant something to her, and I love the way that she tells the story with the idea that she laughed right about the same time her mother laughed, and she thought that was weird. And then it happened again, and she realized they were watching the same thing. And then for half an hour a week, we got to laugh together. That's that's really, really touching stuff. Yeah, it's kind of morbid, but very sweet. <laughs> but it, it also, like, it doesn't have to... Things like, I mean, Girl Cop, obviously, it's, it's, the little clip that we saw was a pretty ridiculous show, right? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. It, but it doesn't matter, because it's the context that she has... Uh-huh about it that that matters to her so even though ben may not have been a great person or a great actor like that series and therefore ben did mean something to her so that's pretty cool definitely my my question to you is actually um did charles because so right here charles explains like you know ben wasn't really like the jerk in their relationship he was and then you know we we see that your favorite scene Mm -hmm. the flashback Yep. My question is, I didn't really pay attention when you were, or when I was watching it so much. Is it presumed that he explained all those events to Mabel? Yes, I, I think okay, so. Okay, 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 okay. That's that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it sounds like. I didn't actually write that down. So I was like, wait, did, yeah. did he? I don't know if I remember that. Okay, um, that's that was the implication as far as I was concerned. Okay, then all right. that's what I would assume too. All right. Yeah. Well, Greg comes in to break up this discussion with torture devices that he stole from the restaurant where he works. He is not a security guard at all. <laughs> that was <laughs> not funny. I was just not funny. He couldn't even <laughs> use the blowtorch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he goes to the safety. Yeah, Charles tells him they usually have a safety. <laughs> Charles, stop. <laughs> anyway, he tries to coax confession out of them, and he did. The, but he didn't kill Ben. He thinks that they did it. And he gags Mabel with a death rattle hanky. Meanwhile, very, very, just as the flame is about to make contact with them, 
Detective Biswas and two uniformed officers come in and arrest Greg. They've been on Greg for 48 hours. He is clearly a stalker and was seen leaving the Arconia two minutes after Ben died, which checks out with what he told Charles and Mabel that he took the hanky from Ben's room or Ben's apartment. And there you have it. Oliver, it turns out, had a minor heart attack and he needs blood pressure medication, a heart monitor, and less stress. This was also funny. This is <laughs> your blood pressure. You know, is that bad? Yes. Yes. Your blood pressure is high. It, or is that bad? Yes. <laughs> cut out the dips. <laughs> That's right. Cut out the. You cannot eat any more dips. Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny in the first episode. We forgot to talk about it in the first episode, but how are you holding up, Oliver? I ate a dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Oliver has this vision of me, well, of Mabel, Charles, Willie, in a Bob Fosse esque musical number, telling him to relax. And this gives him the idea for Death Rattle Dazzle, a musical. But he doesn't love the idea of reviving the podcast because when they bring it up, he clutches his chest and does the patented Martin Short. <laughs> it's good. I think it's good to end the episode like a dramatic. Oh. There's there's some irony in there, Mister Sal. You think? Well, because he hasn't explained to them the situation yet, so they don't they don't have the full scope of information that us. The viewers do. I believe it's dramatic iron. <laughs> it is. Don't quote me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's dramatic iron. Um, also, it goes both ways, though. It's it's for both of them. Oliver doesn't have Mabel and Charles' information. Oh, they don't have Oliver's information. Yeah. Right. So, like, so. how dare they? Yeah, it's true. So. so there you have it. All right, Kurt. Shall we check the time or shall we guess who did it? What do we, uh, let's do who did it. That's what we did. Okay. Yeah. I think. Uh, so I'll be honest here. I wasn't seeing a lot of evidence. I don't know if you saw like so evidence only, here. The on. only thing that I that I that I think we got out of this episode was the um the hanky, obviously. Yeah, yeah, the hanky goes without saying. Um, yeah, besides, and I did I did go back and watch the after party, the hmm. uh, from episode one. I back I went back and rewatched that to see if anybody had their hanky prominently displayed, like it's a pocket square or a neckerchief or something. And I, I don't think I didn't see anybody who had that. So the the thing about it's in my head. The, now that so since they've gone out and stated the fact that it's gotta be someone that has a hanky, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna operate with that since the show's kinda outlined it as like a primary clue. Fine. Mm-hmm. But in my head I'm like, if he had the maid, what if he just had more than one like I know. <laughs> Like, like, well, like, like, it's not that I'll let or like he just give it to somebody else. Like, he just had more. Like, it's not that's not a very to make the leap and assumption. That, wow, this is his only handkerchief that he had and he stole it. So, yep. therefore, the other one must be someone else's. Whatever, yeah. fine. But I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'm gonna just accept the point they made that that is someone else's handkerchief. I think that's the way that we're gonna have to operate. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I would be kind of upset if they go with logic of going like later on, they're like, well, actually, maybe he had two. And that, uh, like, at the very end episode when they're trying to explain through things and they go, yeah, turns out he had two handkerchiefs. I'm like, wow, I, I 
would have thought that, but you, <laughs> the show, tricked me. I know. Yeah, that, <laughs> so that, that would be annoying. So, so, I, so I, I don't think. They, yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. But yeah, that's the, that's the only real bit of evidence I saw in this episode that I took away from. Yeah. Okay. Yep, same. Okay. Well, do you I have, have two different... people listed. So okay. I don't. My primary still same as last episode. It's still Dicky. Okay. I have bumped him down to number two, and I have bumped. Tobert the documentarian up to number one. All right. I mean, I, I think Tobert's an all right shout too. We we didn't. All we heard him say is that he doesn't talk, but he'd, he'd be around. He certainly. I thought um, that. I thought that Tobert could be who he was getting the phone call from. Okay. Oh, from, and then from, from episode the one, the the call that pulled him away from the party and up to his yeah. house. All right. Could be. Definitely. So. Okay. But that I could have been number two. So. So who's your other well, one? My number two. This is this is this is similar to how I kind of picked Jan at some point, right? This is just the instincts, right? I can't yeah. quite explain why, and I honestly don't think we'll ever really see her very much at all. To her, so it's not the guy like you think it might be mm-hmm. Maxine. Oh, interesting. I think tell me Maxine, but she didn't get to publish her peak Maxine article. That's true. That's true. If we, uh, here's what I'll say. If we see Maxine again, yeah. I might put her number one. If, if ah, she becomes a, right. a reoccurring character, I'm very suspicious. But right now, I can okay. see her just being a one-off here. Like they just showed her, and mm-hmm. she's a critic. Whatever. Maybe they'll show her once more when, like, he, if he comes out with a musical or something, and she criticizes it in some way or praises okay. it. But Maxine, right now, is my okay. number two. I can, I can dig it. All right, and I'm sticking with Cliff and Jonathan at three and four. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. Well, we'll see. We'll have to see. But we'll, you know what else we'll have to we'll have to see is we'll have to see what time it is. Well, South Court's TV time. It is TV time. Ain't no time like a TV time. Okay, I'll open up my TV time app. I have already told it that I have watched the episode, but I have not rated it yet. I shall now, well, actually, no, I'll, I'll hold off on that. I guess that the people said five out of five. Yeah, yeah, me too. And they did. Again, 83%. Okay, wow. Same, same percentage. All right. So how about those characters? <laughs> so is it still the same five characters that we can rank? It's, yeah. 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 I've, technically, Jan, Oscar, and Tim Kono are votable as well. Oh, Tim Kono? Wait a second. Yeah, what? I know. No, <laughs> I know, but okay. So yeah, just those five characters: the po- three podcasters, Loretta and Ben. So I am going to guess. I guessed. I guess I'm going to make the same mistake episode, And uh, you went with Charles, but I'm I'm going to guess Oliver again. I'm going to keep going back to the well. <laughs> like like my quotes are not mine, but when I guess who done it for you, yeah, or uh, season six of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> um... The people, I'm not making the same mistake again, Mr. Sal. Oh, it's the same. Yeah, Mabel. Yeah, for Mabel, people, yes. certainly. Mabel, right? Yeah. Uh, and for you, I think, Oliver. Okay, let's see. The people did say Mabel. 78% said Mabel. Ridiculous. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I think Mabel is really not. You know what? Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know about 80%. But, you know, that's that's fair. You're right. Yeah, I, I think that, that's a great you know what, scene. Actually, actually, you're. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great scene that she has with, 
with dead Ben. I think she tells this great story about why Girl Cop matters to her. She gets the podcast team back together. I think Mabel's a very reasonable. No, you're right. Yeah. Not my choice, though. I did oh. not pick Mabel. Did you pick I also ben? did not pick Oliver. Ah, uh, did you pick Ben or Charles? I, I, I picked Ben. Yeah. I picked Oliver, so you got me right. Yay. All right. Yeah, I picked Ben. I, I just like those, th- those three scenes are all so good. I, I had a lot of trouble picking which one I liked the best. And really, it's because of Ben and all three of them. Like Paul Rudd, I think, is doing great work here. Yeah, I like, like, cause Ben only steals the show, but if they keep using him kind of sparingly now, especially now that he's dead, like, well, we'll see. Pretty good. We'll Unless see. he's not actually dead again. I do. Th- I well, no, I think he's dead. There's a funeral, like so. But I, I do think that we could have the that how how to get away with murder formula that we talked about in episode one, of lots of bouncing back and forth between uh, over the the course of those four months. Yeah, no, I, I think we'll still see Ben potentially every episode. But mm-hmm. I was surprised yeah, will... we did not get uh out of this episode. Yeah, me too. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, let these things cook. I guess so. <laughs> Whatever that cook. means. My my <laughs> blue group be off camera for an episode. I, I I don't know what that means by that, but it's how these things work. Okay. Well, I'm glad you know. You can no you can problem. keep talk keep, with authority. Yeah, keep, keep me uh keep me posted on <laughs> on how the youngs talk. Loretta's doing fine. I thought you wanted me to keep notes on how Loretta is doing. Oh, Loretta is doing fine. No, I don't <laughs> I care about said. that. I just want to make sure that I know how the youngs are talking these days. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, folks, we'd love to hear from you. Showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us who you think did it. We'd be interested. I uh, may even be able to get it on the show next time. We'll see. Uh, you can check us out. Uh, check out our other coverage of lots of other series. Uh, we already talked about Lost in this episode, so you can check out. We have full coverage of every episode of Lost, and then some. We've got full coverage of Mrs. Davis. That was a really good series. That was good. I, I loved it. But uh, in fact, right now, I think if you, I think if you like only murders in the building, I think Mrs. Yeah. Davis is definitely up your wheelhouse. It. Yep. I yeah. I, I would say if you like the series, give give it a shot. Yep, I think uh, I think Mrs. Davis, uh, maybe Good comedy White... and drama blend, and I'd say White Lotus. I'd, I'd say check out White Lotus as well if you like only murders in the building. So we've got. You no, know, I, I I would say that these go in different ways. I mean, Mrs. Davis, I think is just like way more high pace, right? But it's it, yep. it, it like even more goofy in ways, but even more drama in other ways. White Lotus, I'd say, is a lot less comedy. There's still comedic elements. Mm-hmm. in it but there but that has more murder drama it's got a murder mystery element you're right though so. you're right it's a so. murder mystery yeah. yeah but you know what else we got lots of other stuff too better call Saul's last season black mirror centaur world chernobyl dexter new blood the last of us the leftovers uh the old man that's going on right now check out that too that's a really great series check that one out it's recovering that as we speak Outer Range season one ozark all, all of ozark season one of russian doll watchmen Lots of stuff for you to check out in the feed, so please do that. Tell folks about us. Post it on social media. Give us those five-star ratings and reviews. Follow, like, download, whatever you got to do in your podcast app of choice. Kurt, anything you'd like to say to wrap up this episode? Dickie did it. Dickie did it. (laughs) Well, we will be back next week. Next Friday is our planned drop date. So 
to be back with us uh, for that, for the episode, which is titled Grab Your Hankies. Mr. Sal never taps out. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.